feel like we need to set the mood. You know, kind of give the vibe that we're having currently. Just the whole vibe. Not even, like, the coffee canister vibe that we usually give. We give the whole aesthetic of our space right now. So it's Saturday night. And we... Are living it up, you know, parties. No, we, we had a lot to fucking do today. <laughs> today is one of those days that's like when I think about like what we did this morning, I'm like, that was today? We did every, yeah. Like... It was a day. It was a day. Right now it's 11.30 when we're recording this. But we, we woke up and we went apartment touring, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um... And then I was working on a video and I'm doing, you know, I'm using like a new editing program. So it took me like way longer than normal. And then we fucking relaxed for a little bit. <laughs> and then. A little bit. Now we're doing this, but I don't mind because this is like relaxing time. This is like a recap. Um, when you say it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it was a lot today. We know. just, for whatever reason, like, and when we went around to places, like. It's been raining for, like, the past, like, two weeks. Welcome to Seattle. And, and I love like, it. I love it, but, like, everybody doesn't know how to drive, and it's, like, a pain in the butt getting places. Oh, yeah. When I was just out, like, a half hour ago, like, it was Saturday night raining in the, like, heart of Seattle. Not a time to be driving. Ooh, I didn't Not even think about that. Not a time to be driving. But right now, it's extremely rainy, and... We're it's nice and warm in here, and we're having this coffee, and I just we just have the Christmas lights on. Yep, and it's just a very cozy vibe that we're having right now. I'm enjoying this, and it, I feel like we cheated on our apartment today. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm kind of giving it some love right now because it was a great apartment for a start, you know. Yeah, this is the place that when we came here to Seattle, this is the place we came home to. Yeah. So this has been the longest I've lived in a place in a long time since we've been in our childhood homes. Yeah. Yeah. We always move a lot. This is coffee with Crater by the way. <laughs> Hello. The, it's the mellow episode. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a very mellow episode tonight. Yeah. I think it's to prepare for the next episode. <laughs> oh my god. We actually recorded an episode of the podcast last night with our friend Zach. And so, that's coming out the next time. You'll be listening to us Wednesday? Yeah, that's the day that we upload. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's only two of them. I don't know why I get them mixed up, but yeah. You have your own upload schedule, so you I know, know. You can get a little huh. bit mixed up. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the coffee before I get into Oh, this, this is... A little like too mellow. One of the... Like, when I opened this package... I just, like, was so warm. So... Such, like, the, so the, nice. Probably one of the sweetest things I've ever seen done, ever. So, if you don't know this about me, I, like many people out there, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yes. Like, when I worked at the movie theater, I was working there during the release time of the final movie... And I dressed up as Harry Potter, and, but I got to work, and I was... You got paid to just take pictures. I got paid to take pictures, and I was also, like, crowd control. That's so cool. And then I got to see the movie at midnight, so, like, it wasn't even like I had to work and miss the movie, so I still got to see the movie at midnight, and, like, it was amazing. Dressed as him. Yeah. So, 
I mean, fuck, like, we had a, I, I like, so sorry, like, we had this little fucking, like, cart that, like, during the big releases that we would take as a concession cart to go into each individual theater, and, like, hey, people want to buy shit, so they don't have to go all the way out to the front. Right. Only pulled it out for the big things. This time, because we, uh, like, it was just, everything was Harry Potter themed, like, I was walking around with the person that was doing the cart, yeah. and then, like... When we get into the theater, like, people would see us coming in and, like, a little bit of a hush tone, but everybody's still excited. And then, like, I'd be like, anything from the trolley? Oh, <laughs> and my. I would yell yeah. that. And then the entire just auditorium every time would explode in applause. Oh, and, my like, honestly, God. That was, like, one of my favorite moments. Because, like, it's I was so just, like, in up. The- I can't, like, picture you, like, being that, like, I can't, I feel like I couldn't even do that. And you weren't, like, that outgoing. Oh, my God. You're, I love it. Like, I was just surrounded by everybody that was loving the same thing and doing this thing and dressing up. And it was amazing. Oh. So, with that in mind, this... <laughs> package that we got was harry potter af so one thing that i have not been able to do is go to harry potter world in disneyland yeah just you know money to go to florida it's a lot and it's expensive and so this package comes from zoe yes and obviously it's from florida and she got us well in terms of the coffee we got Two bags of Wawa because Wawa randomly exists in Florida. As Which is well. like honestly giving Florida something so good. Like, like Florida's got something going for it. Do they know what's? <laughs> do, but like, do you think Floridians know like appreciate the Wawa? I don't know because I feel like it just popped up and they were like, "All right, I'll get my gas here." <laughs> I feel like it's not. Tell me, let me know. So we got the <laughs> we got the original and the Colombian blend of Wawa. Delicious. Then we got a canister of Mickey's Diner coffee, which is what we're drinking tonight. And I have never had this. What? I've, <laughs> I've never had it. I've never been to Disney, okay? Oh, man. The only Disney I've been to is downtown Disney. I had a meetup there. Shout out to the people that were at that meetup. <laughs> uh, and so that was in, you know, California. And it was the free part of Disney, so that's why I was there, okay? <laughs> like, let's, let's be honest. Um, but this is a delicious complex roast um that doesn't it doesn't say that at all on the canister i literally just pulled that out of my ass (laughs) um i am so happy to be drinking this tonight it is in a we have been using the instagram which i don't think we've talked about yet so we have an instagram it's called coffee with Rachel, and we're taking a picture of every bag of coffee from now on because that's a cool idea that we got on twitter since we decided like we randomly we're gonna start like describing the packaging like Perfect. It's great. It's good. So now you get the image for what I'm about to fuck up. But this is the Mickey's Really Swell Diner Coffee. Has a nice little Mickey on the front. A blue canister. Kind of like the Folgers aesthetic, but a more modern vibe. Doesn't but make me throw finish. up when I look at it or think of incest. That's, oh my god, the Folgers incest commercial. <laughs> it's almost that time. <laughs> oh, it's so close. And there is so much information on this, and they tell you exactly how to prep it and everything, and I don't even know if I can get into all of that right now, because I don't have my glasses, but 
So yeah. I don't know a lot about Disney, but I'm assuming there's like a diner that's in one of the parks that's kind of like... This is probably the coffee they serve at yeah, like all the restaurants. probably is. It's the diner blend, so it's like, I'm assuming this is just like the basic. And it tastes great. I mean, I really needed a cup of coffee today. I feel like I'm sitting in a train car diner with that little jukebox in the booth with you, you know, the personal jukeboxes that are there. You know what's fucked up? Like... My diner that we used to go to, like, that was, you know, where I grew up. Yeah. Like, there used to be a smoking section. And, like, my parents used to sit in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, as a kid sitting in that diner and, like, being enveloped in smoke. Like... Do you remember that? Just smoking sections of restaurants. And, like, it's just, like, you don't even think about how, like, you don't even see that anymore. And you're, like... When you go to a diner and they had one like that, you're like, whoa, so random. Like, it's you don't even... so weird. I don't know. And it wasn't like... You know when your phone number, like, you randomly had to start using your area code? Yeah. Yeah. It's like around that time when things started to get shaken up. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, there was a time where your phone number was only, like, seven, seven numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. Think about that for a little bit. <laughs> but... <laughs> This coffee's delish, but the package had... Lots of other goodies in it, too. So, there were some things from Harry Potter World, some snacks and stuff, and there was two mugs that were for both... Because I guess we've answered a question. This was a very... I was going to say eagle-eyed listener, but that makes no sense. An eagle-eared. Wait, what? who can hear really well? I don't know. Think of some, anything, really. I mean, cats can hear a lot better than oh us. Oh, God. A cat-eared You're a, a feline listener. listener. <laughs> I hate everything. But um, um, they I, caught that question that we answered where we said what house we would be sorted into. And it was also the Chunks as well. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, you were a Hufflepuff, and I'm a Ravenclaw, and they got us the mugs. For, for the houses. And, and they're so cool. They're, like, ornate as hell. They're like, really nice. I feel like a fucking king when I'm drinking out of it at my <laughs> desk. I'm, like, editing my Sims house, and I'm like, I'm a fucking king. <laughs> like, okay, so, anyway. But that was just really nice, because, like, I've never been to Harry Potter World. I really, really, really want to go. I don't know when I'm going to get there because it's in Florida, which is the exact opposite corner of where we live. True. So, like... And we have friends that work there that are like, we'll get you in for free. And I'm like, flight. It's so far away. How long is that flight? Oh, my God. If it was five hours from here to Pennsylvania, I can only imagine it's going to be like six or seven. Siri, how long is the flight from Seattle to Orlando? Please. <laughs> oh my god, it heard you. Let me check that. Here's what I found on the web for how long Six hours and two minutes. Yep, alright. Okay, so it's basically like going home. A little bit longer. That flight's not that bad. It sucks, though. <laughs> it sucks. Whatever. But yeah, that was a really awesome package. Thank you so, so much. much. Chris is afraid to eat the uh, the fucking beans. Yeah, of course. You gotta get the every flavor beans. I'm afraid. Yeah, like you tried <laughs> to eat them one time when we were watching Chopped and you were like being real tedious about it and then you were like, I give up on this. I can't. Just, just because like watching them like chop up like a pig snout and then like me eating beans that could taste like barf. That was just not the aesthetic I was going for. I've had many moments like in recent time where we've been because we like to watch the Food Network while we eat because you kind of have to eat when you're watching the Food Network. Oh, uh, yeah. Otherwise, you get hashtag hangry, as they say. 
And so that's the first time I've ever said that out loud, and I feel really fucked up about it. Oh, um, God. So we usually, like, we'll eat dinner and watch Food Network, or if, like, we're going to have, like, breakfast or something. We, when do we eat breakfast together ever? But, like, if it's going to happen. And we sometimes we'll be watching, like, Chopped, and they'll have really gross things that are not pleasant to look at while you're eating, and we are always just like, shit. There was a really fucked up episode that we just watched that was literally the same four ingredients three different times and just like slightly three different ways, slightly different variations. They of did them. like a really fucked up Thanksgiving episode that was just really bizarre. So check that out <laughs> <laughs> if you're into it. But yeah, <sighs> yeah. So I mean, uh, let's talk about the apartment tour. Yeah, because that was um, fun. Yeah, it was fun. This is the first time like. This is the first time we've been able to tour an apartment, and we've lived in three different apartments so far in our lives. Yeah. Like, the ones from the school, they were just the ones from the school, and so no real choice in that. Then we moved in with our friends, and so they just lived Well, we kind of toured their place. We toured it, but, like, you know, we didn't really have that many other options, and so, like... But that was a good place. That was a big... Like, I just think about living in that place and then, like, the space we have here. Like, it's bizarre. I mean, considering the fact that we had an entire house for the same amount that we're paying right now, (laughs) like, yeah, it's a little fucked up. I mean, it, like, it wasn't, like, a nice, nice place or anything. It was not, like, a... It wasn't insulated, first of all. No, it was not. Fuck, that winter was so cold. I I just really didn't like that place. Is that fucking bathroom? That but like, bathroom? but we had a lot of space, and it's probably going to be the largest we'll ever live in. But like, Lila is fucking pissing me off today. Go up on top of those cabinets, cabinets those ones that are low enough for you to get on, but yeah. not in the new place. You're going to be <laughs> fucked up, Lila. Well, so we toured a place, and like, it's the first place that I feel like literally everything about it is an upgrade from this. Oh my god, Lila just really fucked up jumping on top of the cabinets. She's usually really good, but I feel like, I don't know, she seems on edge. No, it's because, like, Squeezy and Lila are kind of wearing off on each other, so Squeezy's becoming more lovable. Lila is starting to fall off of things. Look, she's trying to go over to the other side where we have, like, The garland. Yeah. So, we went to an apartment today, and I just love it. I love it so much. I just have to say, like, the fucking, the kicker was there's fucking storage space, which is, like, I ideal. Impossible to find in Seattle Impossible. when you're getting a studio. We have looked at so many apartments that just don't have closets. Like, there's not anything, and so you have to buy, like, dressers, but then where do you put your random shit, like, vacuums or other ugly shit? Yeah. It's, like, so hard to, like disguise things in, like, a really minimal apartment that doesn't have storage. You know, like, I just, like, I've just, like, I've always stored my clothes in dressers, but now I really just like having all of my clothes hanging and none of it I folded I just hate in folding my shit and then having to, like, lift a shirt to get under another one and then fucking fuck, the other yeah, one up. You fuck it all up. It's like, I'm not in Forever 21. <laughs> I don't need to be doing this. Like, oh, so I just throw it all in a ball. That's my method. <laughs> Thank God all of my clothes are just one giant black ball. Yes, it makes it really easy when we're trying to find things. Oh my God, it's amazing. (laughs) But the apartment. Oh my Um, God. There's a walk-in closet probably bigger than 
this apartment. Not really. Okay. No. But it's huge. Uh, Biggest closet we've ever had. That's for damn sure. Definitely. Definitely. Like, my vacuum will be so concealed. Like, you won't be able... You probably won't even think I have a vacuum. (laughs) Except for my fresh-ass carpet. Yeah. that That was the, like, literally the one... Is that Sad it has some carpet? That it has some carpet. But like, I will fucking live because it's a fucking. There's a closet and then there's a pantry for food, which is insane. That's why we bought that one thing in our apartment, and yeah. so now we're gonna have to use that as like decor. Who cares? Like, <laughs> a fucking, I could shit on it for all we care. Like, yeah. it doesn't even matter. Yeah, we really just, like, we're really trying to find a place right now to move into because, like, there's construction going on around us, and it's going to be for a couple years, we found out. And And it's just, it's getting louder and louder because they're already, like, higher than our building now. Yeah, And it makes it impossible for me to film videos except for one day of the week. Yeah, like, you're filming and this filming, that's why we're, like, here at 1130 at night, like, it's... Because they keep doing it later, they're, like, remember when this was the Mellow episode? Yeah. Uh, fuck everything let's just go back into that but like just now they're they always are doing stuff like later and later at night and so i would have to wait until like 8 30 to fucking film videos and then at that point i'm like gross because there's no daylight coming in so i'm just using my light and i just look real like not as pretty it's always <laughs> under that light it's always just nicer when you can wake up get your work done and then like yeah. have the rest of your day to relax because i feel like i can't be productive like there's only so much i can do without the filming part yeah exactly. like the filming is obviously the key to it all and so like you know i can answer my fucking emails and i can do this and that and do social media stuff and get like other tedious work done like i've been you know in the process of changing descriptions on all the videos or whatever you know just little things here and there and but like once you have to film the videos and i hate filming when it's dark because the light just looks like shit and then I'm just already like I've had a whole day, and now I don't feel like, like you just, talking you just in a video. Spend the whole day just like thinking like I have to do that later. Like I yeah, can't really relax because I still got to do my. I like work. I'm the type of person that like wakes up in the morning, gets all of their shit done, and then I can have like a nice evening to myself. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I like. That's how most people live. Yeah. So this apartment, the probably the number one best part about it. Is that it is so insanely quiet when you're in it. It is insulated or whatever. And it is so quiet. Yep. It's so amazing. Like, you don't even hear... We were in there and we were like, wow, can't hear a single thing. Like, you can't hear a car... Like, right now, even though there's no construction going on, like, I can hear, like, cars driving by and, like, on the wet pavement and shit. And, like, you can hear people talking. And and it's, like, it's not a big deal at all, like, for life. We're totally used to it, but, yeah. But when you're recording something, it's a pain in the ass because it's just, like, you can't control it. So, like, this is going to be so nice. And it's still within walking distance to my new job so we're selling that car so the car is fucking gone it is not yet we it, haven't it, sold it it's yet it's going to be gone <laughs> it'll be gone girl i'm actually going to be working on that in the next couple of days yeah very excited because the sooner i can stop paying for insurance and all the other things that go along with having a car the better and the building has like actual amenities like this building literally has nothing other than it's good location and it's not bad which i mean like that's a really good thing that this building does have going for it because it's got like one of the best locations you could have yeah i know but i mean (laughs) the ceiling still leaks 
our ceiling has started leaking again. Yeah. So they told us in like this happened the first time in March. Yeah. And so you were away. I was here. Ceiling starts leaking. I go down there, tell them all this. They come up, do like the world's shittiest repair job of it and say like, oh yeah, we're going to be starting in June. We're going to fix up the roof. And there's like a problem with like the roof. And so we're going to, you know, fix it all up in the summertime when it's not raining. Okay, whatever. Uh, June comes around. They say like, they're going to do that. And oh yeah, we're getting a rooftop deck. It's going to be open by July 4th. And that never happened. And I was like, well, you know. And like, I don't care about the deck. I just don't want my ceiling to fall in on my house. So (laughs) like no new rooftop deck i'm like well you know at least i still got like the ceiling repaired until fucking today yeah and it's been (laughs) raining like a lot because it's fucking fall so it's raining all the time which i'm loving but now it's leaking again so we're like the sooner we can get out of this fucking place the better just because i'm sick of dealing with it i mean you know building a waterproof ceiling in seattle like who would have thought that would be something you might want to do (laughs) i just think there's like a problem that they're just like doing like shitty like slap jobs over like not really Dude, I don't fixing. feel like anything, yeah. I don't know. But I, I don't care. As long as we can get the fuck out of here, everything will improve. This like, place served its purpose, and I yeah. have fond memories, but it's time to move on. It'll, it's a special place in my heart. It's it's our first home in Seattle. I love it, you know. But this other place is going to be really nice. The building has amenities. Like, there's a gym. I can actually do fucking workouts that are... Like, because my thing is, I work out in my apartment because we don't have a gym, and I'm not going to pay for one because I don't want to spend my money on something I could do outside if it was nice weather or in my apartment. But what I end up doing is a lot of yoga because I, one, hate cardio, like, just in place. Like, I'd much rather be, like, on a treadmill or an elliptical. Yeah. That's how I like to do it. Or if you're running outside, like, ideally, but, you know... It's, you know, it's always raining and you don't feel like it. So I don't end up doing cardio in my room because I feel like my neighbors hate me. I can't, like, do burpees and shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can't do that. There's, like, a lot of, like, stepping and, like, running in place and shit. And, like, I you know, there's only so much you can fucking do without, like, being annoying as hell. And we are, you know, there are people below us. And I'm, like, just real weird about it. So this will be so nice. There's, like, so many little sporting equipment things. I just want to use the elliptical. And they had, like, it it just, like, seemed like such a quiet place. And there's, like, just shit. There's, like, a little terrace. I love a good terrace. (laughs) Like, the lobby looked real nice. Everyone, it just smelled good. Like, the elevator smelled nice, which is something I'm not used to. Yeah, that's going to be a nice change. Just a lot of it was nice, and I'm just... You know, we'll see. We're excited. We'll see. But it's been nice. <sighs> yeah. Don't worry. We did not forget that we said this episode was going to be about job stuff. We're, right. We're, we're working our way up there. We just had, like, a lot of things happen today. And so, you know. That's really it, though. I mean, fuck. We're working into it. Uh, Yeah. And, I mean, I guess there's, like, no, like, easy way to say it. Like, there's been a lot of just, like bad things that have been happening yeah in the world it's a very scary time it's a very sad time Mm -hmm. and so 
we're very sorry if you've been affected in any way by any of the things that have happened. There's, I, I like I can't even count how many things have just happened over the past couple of days. It's been crazy. I know. It's it's so upsetting, and I wish that like I don't I don't know like how I want just like these things to stop. It's so I I it pains me to watch the news. It pains me. I know when we were like in the lobby. And yeah. we were waiting for, like, the lady or whatever. We were just, like, watching the news. And, like, I just felt like such a piece of shit. I was like, why am I, like, touring an apartment? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just felt like, I don't know. Hopefully you guys are all doing okay. Yeah. Um, you know. I got, I got some tweets, like, yesterday that really were just... I felt so awful. Like, I felt like I wish there was something that I could do more. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. You, everybody's in our thoughts, you know. It's... It's been, it's been on my mind. Like it's a heavy thing, and you know. I know. I felt really fucking weird uploading a video. Yeah, and I like, know. and it was just like I've been so inconsistent. So like, I knew, you know, it was done, and I yeah, just, it was just yeah. like, it just felt fucking weird. And I felt like any tweet I was making was just like, you know, you shouldn't even talking about anything because that's nobody, you know. I know. But. I guess let's do something good and give people some job advice or yes. help them with their job issues because <sighs> that is stressful as hell for anybody and it's a lot of people are dealing with it. I guess this is, I don't know, maybe the kind of time, this is the kind of time I know a lot of people are looking into internships, which is similar. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's never a bad time to get some job advice if you're having some trouble looking here on the job market. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to use this stool as a nice little footrest. <laughs> Excuse me. So, you know, as you might know, I might have a little bit of experience in this field. Now, I have had very limited <laughs> amounts of interviews that were for jobs. Like, I basically just worked at Starbucks twice. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I started doing YouTube. So, I have more, like, for, I don't know, like, conducting yourself, like, business-wise, like, in meetings yeah. or, I mean, like, like, email a- etiquette. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you've been around phone me. business phone calls. I have yeah. down. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. I think <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, all right. So I do have some questions on the Twitter, and I know we have email questions. But let me just say, if you had sorry, I'm gonna like totally burp. <laughs> if you were to say, what are the five most important things to remember in a job interview situation or job hunt situation? So, um, before we get into the questions, there's a couple of things that I think, I don't know if it's going to be five, but like... Yeah, just say like some shit. really <laughs> important things. The number one most important piece of advice that I could give is that you have to go into the mentality of all of this knowing that you are an awesome person and that you are the best person for the job, whether you're applying for it or you're interviewing for it or whatever, you are the best person. And that's how you got to talk. You're awesome. You have all the skills. There's nobody else that can do this better than you. You are the one and they need you. You have to have that mentality, even if you don't believe it. Because, like, half the time, I don't fucking believe that. Like, you know, like, there's probably somebody here who's got more experience than me, but you know what? I am the one. I'm the one that needs this. Yeah. I'm the one that deserves it. And you have to have just, like, in your talking. 
and the phrasing of your resume. Yeah. It's extremely it's important. It's really important. There, I am. Yep. There is no I believes. There's no I, I might be able to. I thinks that does not exist in the world of resumes. I've been told, no, you are the shit. <laughs> You can do this. You have this experience. You, I feel like we're giving a motivational like, speech. I know, like we are, but like that's like how you have to phrase it. You cannot have any air of doubt in your resume whatsoever. So what's the next one? Um, I would say that if you are applying for like a bunch of different jobs that may not be like similar, like if you're applying for like 20 different nursing jobs you know like your resume can look pretty much the same for all of them because you're not going to have to change it up too much but like if you're applying for a couple of different jobs and not all like the kind same thing you know keep your resume kind of vague but still you can alter important. it and like i was i was gonna read like the the intro paragraph to my resume oh my god what it doesn't, like, it's it's so vague that it does not... No, but you're just such a, like, you're such a twat, and I love it. You're like, I'm gonna just read you an excerpt from my resume. No, just I, to I, see I'm not, I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. Like, no, I'm like, kidding. It's just, it's so funny. Like, because, like, I've revised my resume time and time again, and I... He I've, has shown me, like, a billion versions. <laughs> I, this one... Can I read it? Yeah, this one paragraph that opens up my resume, I have... Is it open doors? It does. I've fine-tuned the wording of it over and over again. I think this is the like my perfect for me to explain who I am, but in the vaguest terms possible that I could apply to any job. So are you saying that you think <clears throat> that people should use this as like a rubric? I mean if you wanna fucking use it, go ahead. I mean it's it is incredibly Now this is vague. this is coming from someone who has a meteorology degree and is getting all these tech jobs. <laughs> like like computer science. And I mean, I've also been uh, like a fucking cheesemonger and And that's your resume working. Also for you. in a call center, like, you know, it's great. It's robust. <sighs> Go ahead. It says, "Over my years as a student and professional, I have become a strong member of many different communities. I am a capable employee, a strong learner, and a dedicated professional. I have worked incredibly hard to acquire an extensive repertoire of skills." All of which I use to advance myself in the workplace, as well as my hobbies and passions. Damn, that is vague. It is so incredible. That's like professional vagueism. Exactly. Like, what am I applying for? You have no idea, but you but know I'm, I'm good. Awesome. <laughs> and I have hobbies. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. See, right. like for a long time, I did not have hobbies in there. But I, I was need like, to you like... know, like I wanted it to be known that like I do things outside of work, so I put the word and hobbies in there. Maybe you should make business cards sometime. Maybe I should. I want business cards. <laughs> I don't really know why necessarily. Like I feel like I definitely don't need them, but there's just something about me having a business card that I really like the idea about. Yeah. You know? Remember Stand that? that out. Remember yeah. when I went to IMATS? Oh my god. The first fucking time I went to IMATS. And yep. I made business cards, but we didn't have time to print them, so I like glued paper to cardstock yeah like, i can't believe you did that and i did i, I don't think i ha handed any out because i nope. was too embarrassed yeah but like that's where i've been that's where <laughs> that's all kind been. of where i've been and if Lindsay's listening that's the first year i met Lindsay and megan Hmm. Who I was texting about the backsplash earlier <laughs> we're both apartment freaks oh my god but all right so any other 
like run of the mill tips that you're like, yo. I had oh yeah, this is it. So this is it. This coffee is it actually. This coffee is fucking great. It's getting me jived. I feel very like Mickey's pep. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Go away. All right. So it said really swell. Uh, That's how I'm feeling. feeling. I'm feeling fucking swell. Okay. <laughs> you got this stupid ass grin on your face. All right. Say your tips, you oh piece my God, of shit. Your tips are being swell over here. Um, so, when you're applying for jobs and you're looking at like Indeed and all the job boards online and everything. Oh, wait. Explain Indeed and shit. You know, people don't know and well, it's I, helpful. Indeed is my favorite one. They're simply hired and monster. I fucking hate monster. Honestly, I hate monster. It's so confusing. What are you talking about? I have like eight monster tattoos. Oh my god, please go away. Stop. The drink of the gods. Stop. <laughs> um, top me off too. Top this. Wait, you're not, you're not going to top me off? <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at me and put the cap back on. <laughs> what the hell? I look, it looked like you had enough cream, babe. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Just say your goddamn tips. So, you wanted me to go into what the fuck Indeed was. Well, I just want to make sure that people, like, maybe they don't even know what the fuck that is, and it helps you get jobs. It's like LinkedIn, right? Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Indeed is where you can, like, input your resume on, like, a form, and then you just go on there and you apply to jobs through it, and so you can just use that resume and send that out. And so you don't have to, like... Go through 25 different custom job application websites, you know? You just do it all through there, and it's really nice and... So, like, fame bit for applying for jobs. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Ew. (laughs) But Indeed's my favorite, and... Indeed, it is. The number one thing you'll see on... Or, like, in... Uh, the application on, wow, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? On, like, the posting, whatever. The job listing? Yeah, job listing. Wow, that's it. Um, you'll see, like, entry-level jobs, but they want, like, five years of experience. Or, like, tons of just stuff that you don't have, per se. Like, you find a job, you might have, like, the right degree for it, but you don't have, like, a lot of the experience that goes along with it or whatever. Apply for it anyway. Yeah. The number one thing that I've learned is that, like, Everything that they list on those things is bullshit. Honestly, it's, it's their ideal candidate. It's, We've it, talked about this before. Have we talked about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's their ideal candidate, what they want to see, what they would love to get. But you by no means have to have like anything on there. I got the job at Xbox. They wanted a computer a bachelor's in computer science and they wanted like 2 years of customer service or technical support. And you didn't have, I you had, just had customer service. I had six months of customer service and a meteorology degree. And <laughs> I still got the job. Like, and a cheese history. <laughs> and a cheese history. You're With a nice, fucking right. smooth I cheese after finish. Oh my God, please go away. <laughs> I really have nothing to offer. I feel like such a trash bag. Oh my God, listen, you have had plenty of episodes. I know. Listen. It's my time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, so just, like, apply to anything and everything. The worst that can happen is that you just won't hear back. And, like, that's a lot. Just be ready for that. That is, like, 
probably 90% of the applications you send out are you're just not going to hear a single fucking thing. Yep. And then if you're lucky, you'll get a rejection letter because, like, that's at least nice that's enough so that, courteous. that they were going to let you know that you weren't good enough. Hey, if you're a boss or some shit and you are the person that could do that, you should start doing it. Please do. Please do. And then, you know, you'll get the couple that are interested. And if you just, like, use Indeed to flood thousands of resumes out into the world, you know, you'll be able to find something, I think. And if you do it for anything and everything, you'll be able <sighs> to make it there. I am boring you. No, I'm just really tired. <laughs> All right. So I have some questions. Okay. And we have some emails that are job. Yeah, I got to get my computer for that, but let's do these questions first. All right. So any tips? I'm going to try to answer some of these two because I have been to interviews. And let's just say I've gotten every job I've interviewed for. True. It's been, like, two. You know <laughs> what? You know what's really messed up? The other, like, when I was just now looking for jobs, there was two. There was the one I got and the one that still has not told me whether or not I got the job or not. Yeah. You, you think about that? Like, I was supposed to find out, like, three weeks ago about that job. Do and you think they just hired other people? I've... I don't or, or they haven't, like, gotten their shit together yet, I, so. I just feel like they maybe haven't gotten their shit together, because, like, you know, I was up their ass so much that I feel like they would have been courteous enough to let me know I didn't get it. I don't know. But, you know, that's me thinking nicely. All right. Any tips on finding jobs slash internships that are relevant after graduation? <sighs> well. That siren. It really depends on, like, what you went to school for. Like, what, me going for meteorology, one of the main things I had to give up was, like, if I was actually going to pursue getting, like, a career in meteorology, I had to live with the idea that I may not be living where I am right now. Not that I wanted to stay in Pennsylvania, but, like, some jobs you had to be able to move because the market for that job may just not be where you're living. Yeah. You might need to move to somewhere else, like meteorology. Very big in Maryland, D.C. area, because that's where all the government stuff is. And so the government's one of the biggest hires of meteorologists. And so obviously that's where a lot of shit was. And yeah, but there was stuff in Washington. It's just yeah, no, no one's hiring. <laughs> nobody's fucking hiring, yeah. But, like, I think to get you have to get stuff that's relevant, but you could also get something that might not be, like, so focused on exactly what your major was, but is relevant enough that it could apply to a lot of things. If like, anything, anything that would be... Like, say you're trying to do something in, like, social work, you know, or something like that. Like, you could do some sort of, like, volunteering internship or something, like, at a co-op or something like that. That kind of relates. I don't know. Like, you kind of have to find things that could tie into things. (laughs) At the least, what you could do is find a job that one of the major skills you'll be using for that job can be used in the one that you want or are studying for. So that way you can build up that resume with something that is really closely relatable. Yeah. Because it's going to be fucking tough. Like, a lot of people have a lot of trouble getting the job that they trained for and studied for right out of the gate. Yeah. So having a couple of weird jobs that kind of build up the skills is the way to go. All right. Next question. I have a job, but I don't enjoy it. Should I risk looking for another job and having it fail or stick with my current job? Well, I mean, if you're going to be, like, looking for other jobs, like, I wouldn't, like, quit and then look, you know what I mean? Like, just keep working the whole time. But, I mean, if you don't think it's something that could, like, benefit you the long term or, like, you found an opportunity that's better, like, 
I mean, I would consider it if, like, it's financially sound. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just, like, a little bit less money, but you could still be okay with it, and it would just make you a lot happier. Or there's, happier. like, a perk that makes it better or something, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That more relevant. That is definitely worth looking into. I mean, what's the harm in sending out a couple resumes and seeing if you could maybe, you know, find something be, if you're not happy? yeah. I mean, hey, if there's a, if there's a pay raise, unless you live in like a really small town and like word's gonna get back to like your boss that you're looking for other jobs or something. Yeah, like, I feel like I've never had that issue. Like, I feel like yeah. everybody that worked at Target knew that they were all looking for jobs. Everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, okay, not about job hunting. But do you have any resume? What is CV tips? A cu- uh, you know, I don't know. Cover. Uh, I see that word all the time, and I don't fucking know. But then they also sent two pictures of their cat, which is gorgeous. It's a nice, beautiful black cat. Oh, I love it. What is he wearing in that picture? He's wearing some sort of security jacket. Oh, I love him. That's amazing. I love. I it. wish our cats would wear shit. God damn, you guys suck. Um. Okay. <sighs> so. Let me just go over here because I know people replied. Oh, wait. Did you ever have anxiety over getting a job when you first were looking? How did you overcome that? Because I'm struggling. Okay, Okay, I can answer this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question for me. Um, So when I first started working at Starbucks, this was my first job. And I was really... my, My most anxiety part of it was that I didn't drive at the time. And I had to rely on other people for rides to this fucking job. And it was the most stressful part about it. So I don't know if that's like totally relates. But that just like was the worst. But I just got through it. But the other anxiety was just kind of like, I don't know, people at Starbucks get very flustered. (laughs) Because they are, people really want their coffee. You know, it's important. I understand it. I totally agree. But people want it, and they want it very specifically, and so it was really stressful sometimes, and you'd have, like, some people not be very nice to you, and then you go into the freezer, and you're like, shit, and you're looking at the lemon loaf, and you're like, fuck this day, (laughs) (laughs) you know? But I think the only thing that helped with my anxiety was becoming friends with my coworkers, because you're all just, like, dealing with weird shit all day, and it makes it nice, so, like, and it's pretty easy to, like, at least get into, like, joking with your coworkers. Yeah, definitely. And so, I feel like that helps a lot, and it usually happens, like, right after you start, too. Like, there's at least one person hanging around. Exactly. I mean, it's always tough like this is the first time you're gonna be working at like a job like what's it gonna be like you have no idea oh i was so scared about like i don't know just the Doing it right but <laughs> not fucking up at work like the professionalism that you have to have when you're working and how you really can't be you know yourself and making that many jokes you have to really like represent a brand and it yeah, was scary yeah. there's a lot of pressure and i was like a baby i was like what 17 or 16 yep. when can you start working like 16 yep 16. I guess. So, yeah. Uh, I was, like, really scared. And I was the youngest one at my place. Oh, yeah. Everyone was so much older than me. But it was fun. I don't know. It definitely took a lot of getting used to. And I was really nervous, like, going to work. I was usually always mm-hmm. like, I have to go to work. I feel like one thing that's kind of, like, related to jobs in ways that, like, I feel like if it's within your possibilities to have a service job at one time in your life... 
Oh, I totally agree. Like, we've both worked. She worked at Starbucks. I worked at a million different things that were service-related. And I just feel like it teaches you... Well, I've always, like, honestly, even before... Even before, but, like, really... But it really teaches you a valuable lesson about courtesy and respect and just, like, to be a good human. Holy shit. Like, Like, the people that are serving you your food are people... And that are just in some part of their life doing something or they're doing it and it doesn't fucking matter. That person does not control the price of the overpriced water bottle you're buying. True. You know, they don't do anything. They're just there to peddle these products to you. And They're like, just trying to save up for college honestly, or they're fucking having a tough time finding a job in their field or they're, you know, a fucking single parent. Like... There's a lot of fucking people working service jobs, and it's a fucking... It just pisses me off. And so I do, like, I think it's, like, a really good thing to have worked one at least at some point in your life or for a while, and it just makes you a good fucking person, Like, I'm so nice to employees of any sort of... Helping me in any way. You just fucking know. You just know, like... Any, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm, but I guess like I, honestly, I borderline like pushover though, because like if I do get incorrect stuff, I like don't send it back. I just deal with it. Yeah. And like you're paying, but at the same time, I'm just like eh, I'll drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care anymore. Okay. But yeah, yeah. all right, let me get to the next question. I burnt my hand on a curling iron. That. It was a huge burn. I can't believe it. I know. It's like... <laughs> like on- you were like, oh yeah, by the way, I just like burned my hand and it's like huge. I was like, oh my God. It was very <laughs> not okay. Um, how do you even find job applications? I feel like I could work in different areas, but I have no idea how to go about looking. So I guess we did touch on that with Indeed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, or just- you go to the career spot on any given like company that you're trying to work for yeah. that too you just think about what who you want to work for you go to the website and look around they usually have a jobs careers page yeah. something like that linkedin i guess to some degree linkedin sometimes is sometimes beneficial but most of the times is not <laughs> can i can we just go off on a real tangent about linkedin because i feel like this is yeah. the only time we can really just you know discuss it I love LinkedIn. <laughs> My LinkedIn personally is probably shit because I haven't updated it in forever and I should probably get on that. But like, I just love it because it's just, it's got this air of snobbery that is just so ridiculous that yeah. I enjoy. Oh my God. And I love it. Like people I've never met, they'll congratulate me like when I have like a milestone. Yeah. And like, that's amazing. <laughs> like it's just, it's so weird. But as a woman... There are so many weird people that will still try to thirst you in the LinkedIn Messenger area. Yeah, I remember that. And that is, like, so weird. And they'll usually, like, start to be like, I was just taking a call at the country club. You know, like, they're just like, who are these fucking, like, Ben Affleck's, like... It's like the guy that was thirsting on you through draw something. But it's way more nuanced. Like, yeah. that's nuanced, but this is, like, a weird, like, business nuance. Like, it's weird, but, like, the other hey, day... Let's trade business cards. Uh, it's just fucking weird. Like, I, I, should, I should honestly just read it. I got one that was, like, hmm. While you pull that up, the funniest thing is that, like, 
we've got these messages that are going on with other people that are like super professional and bullshit. Oh. And then, so one day I was bored while Chris was like at work, and I sent him a LinkedIn message. <laughs> and it's, how to spice up your <laughs> yeah, I know this is how we should put this in a relationship advice podcast, and. It just said, the subject was, suck my corporate ass, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the content was just a picture of Baby Grinch. <laughs> and so I got this message on LinkedIn, I'm like, oh, what's this gonna be? Is this Rachel sending me this stupid fucking picture? It was hilarious. I loved it. Okay. I, I, let me look at this and see. Oh my god. Okay, I won't say any of the, like, information. It's like... Hi, Rachel. Thank you for connecting with me. I've found LinkedIn to be a really cool tool for meeting some amazing people. So let me tell you a little bit myself. My name is blah, blah, blah. And blah, 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 blah. I like to eat good food, drink French wine, play racquetball and chess. Honestly, I'm hooked. (laughs) Take me on that racquetball adventure. I just... Oh, my God. Lately, I'm reading a biography... Enough about me. Tell me about you, Rachel. What are you currently up to? What are you excited about this year? And what's Seattle like? I don't... I don't... It's just... I wasn't expecting this. That was like... What the fuck? I read that and I was just like... This just slipped into my LinkedIn DMs or whatever. God damn it. It was so funny. That's fucking funny. Alright, you pull up the email questions. I think I have a couple more. So... Yeah, that's that's LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I feel like LinkedIn's just fun because I like connecting with people that I know are, like, important. Yeah. And, like, we'll have mutuals and, like, yes. But that's about yeah. it. It's just kind of that intrigue. Or see who's, like, looked at yours. You're like, why the fuck? From Millersville. You know, you'll be like, who? Yeah, that's the thing that's fucked up is that, like, you always get, like, you can't creep on anybody's LinkedIn. You oh, know? no. You're no I don't creeping. Look, I don't do it. I only do it if I want to do it, like, on purpose. Like, I need to be seen. <laughs> but, like, I don't do it to, like, people I want to creep on, you know? Because you just, yeah, you just yeah, yeah, can't. Yeah. It's just too much. All right. One sec. Okay. <laughs> and... Anything over there? Or do you want me to go into this? Ah, uh, just do your thing. Alright, give me one second. No. Hey. So we've been sent the tweet of Guy Fieri tossing the sign Lean Cuisine, like, I want to say like 30 billion times. So I just gotta say thank you very much. I enjoyed it. But you need to stop! (laughs) (laughs) It needs to end! And you know what? It's part of me is because, like, imagine getting tossed that Lean Cuisine, the slightly frozen crisp box. Yes. Knowing that it had touched his nice... Pork butt. (laughs) (laughs) You got one? Yeah, I got one. Alright. I'm not gonna say any personal information. You always do this? Okay, so basically it starts here. So, So I majored in psychology and I've been working in a research lab since my junior year. As I approach graduation, I don't know if I want to go to grad school, so I'm definitely taking a gap year. It just seems wrong to work so hard to get into a graduate program I'm not even sure I want to be in. Good call. I basically just don't know what I want to do in life at all, and for the first time in my 21 years, I don't have a plan. Yo, same fucking boat. This was Chris as This was me. Like, meteorology, I was supposed to just go straight into grad school. I didn't want to fucking do that. He was like, I'm done. I'm done learning. Just let me work. And now... 
it's what are you doing? Not that. It's Not just that. life is strange. Life is strange. <laughs> Go. Uh, I definitely don't want to move back to Youngstown because it <laughs> feel the same. I don't want to move back to Bethlehem. My friend just moved to Portland and he got a random job and is simply living life. I'm thinking about kind of copying him, but it seems so scary to pursue a random job that has nothing to do with my degree. Of course, you can't get a psychology-related job with just a bachelor's degree. I love school and getting out of this academic atmosphere feels wrong and right at the same time. Everything is hard. I guess I just want to know what you guys think about the situation. I feel like I'm a ticking time bomb. Graduation day is going to arrive, and I need to have a plan by then, or else I'm going back to Youngstown. If you guys want to talk... Okay. So, that's the end of the question. Okay. Uh, that was literally... You just described my life in so, a question. So, just to recap, Chris was like... Could I go to grad school? I don't want to. We moved to Seattle, and he worked at a grocery store, and we lived life. And like, then, I was working, you were doing your thing, and then you just <clears throat> kept doing stuff until you got where you were now, and, yeah. I mean, if you think that you can find something out in Portland or whatever city that you want to actually live in, and you think that you could do it while you, I don't know, look for internships or something else maybe you could do in your field that's not going back to school, I guess... Then fucking do it. Or just save up some money for school and do an odd jobs. Because either way, you're getting job experience somehow. I'm in the same boat. I love school and I would love to go back to school and get some graduate training. But, like, I did not want to do that. I'd when love to I was get a second degree that. in marine marine biology. Yeah. Like, I'd be really robust. Like, <laughs> communications and marine biology, those go hand in hand. Got to talk to those dolphins. <laughs> I love the academic life, and it's a lot of fun. But I wanted to get a job, and I got a job in a field that has just like a few similarities in meteorology, but in the grand scheme of things, not really anything like it. And so. Uh, it's totally possible, totally doable if you want to just, like, move to Portland, fucking get some random jobs just to get started, and then work your way to something that is more in line That's with what a lot of do. people are doing. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the job market sucks ass, so a lot of people are just going down this road. Anyway, just do a like, social media job. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, yeah, I know psychology is tough, because you really, like, it's... That's one of those fields you, like, have to get a grad degree for from what yeah. I from the couple of psychology students that we there's do. no harm in taking a couple of years off no and working and saving all. money and then just doing your thing did that thing light up a little bit uh was... yeah the little thing it when we when we talk a little bit too loud it registers and makes a little flicker oh my god yeah so I mean sorry about shut that. up <laughs> <laughs> all right well I think we nailed that one yeah <laughs> next question all right uh Hey, Chris and Rachel, I am currently at a teaching job and hate it with the fire of a thousand suns. However, this is the job I trained for, gotten by, by my degree in. I am also in grad school to try and get out of this job and become a librarian. I won't have my master's for several years. How do I survive this job? Thank you, robust benches. Okay, so you're in a teaching job that you don't like. And you have to stay in it while you become a librarian? Is that Yes, the... she's pursuing a master's. Oh. To be a librarian, change her field, but for the time being, she has to stay teaching, you know, make money and shit. Okay. So, survive that. Um, okay, well, I'm assuming... Oh, God. I guess, like, 
I wanted to be a teacher when I first started in school. That was what I wanted to do. And I still think it's something that I would like in the future. I just think I needed to be older. I didn't think that it was something that I wanted to get into while I was young. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But... I totally see myself being a college professor. Oh, yeah, you from... yeah. I don't know. I'd probably just teach, like, some shitty film class. And I'd be (laughs) fine. Like, whatever. Yeah. Speech class. That's what I'd teach. Um, But I feel like... Where the fuck was I going with this? Who knows? I feel like you just gotta... You have to somehow make the work interesting. Yeah. If you have any kind of, like, free reign over lessons plan... Lessons plans? Lesson plans and, like, the material that you're teaching. Like, if you can actually go into books that you think have, like, good meaning or whatever you want to do... And if you have, like, the ability to do so, that's probably where I would put all of, like, the fun of the job and, like, just try to focus on, like, how great your fucking course is Yeah. so that at least that part feels really rewarding. Like, you're teaching a class that you would have liked to attend or something. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would do. And also just, like, keeping the end goal in like, mind. Like, I'm you're... doing this so that I can get my master's and do what I really want to be doing. Exactly. Which is probably not talking to a lot of people, because that's kind of what I'd like to do <laughs> one of these days. That'd be a sick-ass job. I know. I think that would be so nice. I just... Being around books all day, like, that'd be so cool. It would be overwhelming with the amount of knowledge that you could just fucking dive yeah, into yeah. any Although, topic. What does being a librarian, like, now, because, I mean, just, like, computers and stuff, and a lot of libraries now, they just have, like, a lot of computer labs in them, too. But, I mean, I guess there's still books. Oh, well, it depends on, like, what kind of place you're at. Yeah, true. Yeah. But good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so this is the last one I have here. All right. Uh, hi, Chris and I want to read one. Okay, fine. Okay. Because there's a cat emoji on this one. Oh. Hi, Chris and Rachel and the Chunks. Oh, new software. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, computer. I started college this year, and my life has changed a lot in mostly awesome ways. I just wanted to say thanks because your podcast has been going on pretty much since the beginning of the semester and it made the transition a lot easier. Oh, that's awesome. You guys give me hope that even if stuff goes wrong, I will be able to handle it just like you do. Oh my god! Aww. That really makes <laughs> That's so nice. If there's anything positive that could come out of the shit that I just went through, it's just that I gave somebody some hope to get oh. through it, to fight through it too. Just suck my ass. <laughs> um, Okay. My boyfriend and I are at the same school, and I have good friends, and it's all working out, except I can't seem to get hired anywhere. Um, I really need a job because I'm not getting help to pay for college for my... uh, I'm not getting help from my family to pay for college. I am depending on scholarships and whatever paycheck I can make. I have a lot of school ahead of me. uh, Farm... So I'm guessing... Doctorate? Is that what that means? Are you going in pharmaceuticals, I'm assuming? I don't know. I don't know. These... One of these And I don't want to drown in student loan debt. Yes. I never had a job in high school because I was allowed... I was only allowed to apply for jobs within walking distance of my house, and most of the businesses in the area required that I was 18, and I wasn't at the time. I wasn't allowed to get my license either. Basically, my mom placed all of my value in whether I could get hired or not, and then did everything she could to hold me back. Whoa! This is relating to my fucking life. And I scream too much for the thing. <laughs> um... Uh, thank you she would make me feel guilty about not trying hard enough when I applied to every job opening I could and walked sometimes over five miles to businesses just to apply it sucked but I didn't want to just accept failure and prove her right 
So I did everything I could to look good on paper and in the meantime, or in the meantime, and I graduated with high honors with distinction. I took a crazy amount of AP classes and passed all the exams. I completed an internship. I became certified as a medical administrative assistant and a BLS provider. You seem cool. And I was involved at school and clubs and managed a tutoring program. I've essentially made myself crazy trying to be good enough and it has yet to pay off. Do you have any tips on how I could get hired or make some money in the meantime? I surf job boards like Indeed all the time. Oh my god, this sounds like you, Chris. And I have been applying to anything I could within a 40-minute drive. I have even applied to a funeral home desk job. Oh my god. I have also considered to sell my crochet work online, but I don't know how or who would buy it. Basically, I think... My lack of prior job experience is what is killing my chances at getting hired. Um, you recently got employed. Congrats, by the way. So I wanted to seek advice from you. Okay. First of all, if you sell your crochet stuff on Etsy or Instagram, we will definitely talk about it. Okay. So that's something. Hit us up if that becomes a thing. Yeah. Like we would, if <clears throat> any of you guys have Etsy stores or anything that you need help promoting and your shit is cool and you're just trying to do things in life, hit us up. We're nice people. I love Etsy. And so that's definitely something you could do on the side. It's, you know, if you like it and you have the time. Yeah. But Sounds like you've got a pretty robust resume going on here without any job experience. It sounds like you're pretty much doing everything right and you're in Chris's position where you're just kind of just waiting and it's really discouraging because you feel like you're like this ideal candidate but no one's fucking calling you. And yeah. it's just like, it's shitty. Um... I'd say one thing you could look into, I don't know if you've done it or not, is look into working at home jobs. I mean, uh, the job that I had, I worked at Nordstrom, and I worked for their call center, and I worked from home. And you could work from anywhere in the U.S. there. Yeah, there are certain technical support jobs. (laughs) Or customer support jobs. Or customer support jobs that are like, you can work from home. And they give you a customer service, you know edge in your resume that i feel like could apply to so many jobs like like having that job having a call center because if you're like working in a pharmacy you're taking calls from people talking talking about prescriptions or whatever i don't know exactly what you do so that's probably like a stretch you're like i don't work at rite aid but listen (laughs) you might and something like that like something that you can do that would apply to a lot of jobs that you can do from home or like it's close by or whatever you know I don't know, having worked at Nordstrom, that improved my speaking skills so much because if anybody's listening that has seen me from be when like your channel first started and everything, I was like terrible. You were like, terrible. I, I was I was not a camera talk person or just the ability to talk at all in life. <laughs> and so like it grew throughout the years but i think that job was like one of the things that like really pushed me over the edge to where you're really good on like the phone now too yeah yeah so i mean that's a bonus of it but like just looking for working at home jobs uh it's something that's becoming more and more popular and if you're going into what seems like a medical pharmaceutical field, maybe you could get something that's a, a medical transcriptionist job. Like that's something that's a buzzword I keep hearing thrown around. That like that's something that you can do at home as a work from home. My mom actually did that. Yeah, it's and it's something that is in the field at least, so it gives you some sort of experience. And I'm sure there's programs that you have to learn that would also help your resume too. And I feel like anything like that. 
that you could just do from your home. Even, like, those jobs that, like, you kind of, like, just do your own hours, you know? Yeah, exactly. There are a few of those, and just... When you're on Indeed, put don't put anything in the, like, the keywords part, and just in the location, put remote. Yeah. And that will get you a lot of the things that are work from home. Or, the other way around, don't put anything in the location, and in the keywords, put work from home. Yeah. And that will help you... F- find those things and takes a little bit of sorting but you know and yeah i mean i don't love working from home personally but you know it it does have its conveniences if it gets the bills paid that's yeah you know and it gives you something on your resume and i mean it sounds like you got a really great a lot of great experience stuff like that but if you're putting a lot of resumes out there and just not hearing anything back maybe just revise your resume it might just, you know, there might be a way Some, you could word something better. Or, or th- you thought of something that you could add or yeah, something. Yeah, just, just take a look back at that. Just make sure And also is... following up is key. Yeah, you know, that's something Following up is key to getting jobs, in my opinion. Because they want the people that are so interested in the job that will be pushy like that. And so I would recommend, if you haven't heard back... Since, like, they told you, like, a rough time around when you're going to hear back, I would recommend following up. That's solid advice. It's very important, I think. Yeah. And it's because a lot of these people are just, like, doing a lot of things and hiring people might not be, like, their prime thing that they're working on if it's, like, a bigger company or something. And it's just, it's worth doing. And, yeah. We did get one question that I just remembered. And it's, what questions do you ask when the interviewer is like, do you have any questions for me? And you're just kind of like, what do I say? Yeah. That's, I never know that's what to say. definitely, like, one of the hardest things. I I ask a lot of if there's any technical questions. Like, a lot of times you may not even know what the job is paying, like, right off the bat. So if you don't know, it's always tough asking, like, how so much does how, this pay? how much does this pay? But, like... You know, if you are, like, ballsy enough to ask it, like, they might be like, oh, this person's, like, actually, like, you know, they're they're ballsy enough to, like, ask how much you're getting paid. Like, it's just, like, a tough question. I don't know why it's a tough question. Do you ask it a lot? If I don't know out front, yeah. I mean, the job that I got, I asked them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I've never asked because they told me. Yeah, there's been a lot of jobs that just, like, are vague about it. And even yeah. sometimes when I ask, I will get, like, this range that's, like, really large. And it's like 16 to 25. And it's, you're like, what? Yeah. Fuck that. Um, so any kind of the questions like that or, like, what's a schedule look like? What does a typical work week look like? I always ask, um... I ask the interviewer if I don't know what they do. I ask them what their job is. Oh. And um, I usually I, ask like, "When did you start working here?" Yeah, that that's that's something too. And what do what do you like about working here? That's is the number. What I that's, ask. that's the number one question that I always ask every time. Oh, I'm, see, I'm so glad because I thought that was just like a dumb throwaway. No, then like they're always just like, "Oh yeah," like it is a question that like everybody asks, but like you know, I still do it anyway because. It, it it trips up a lot of people sometimes. They still, like, have to... I know. You can tell when like, people aren't, like, real repping their company, you know? Yeah, the, the ones that are really excited I asked it, there. like, at Mac once when I had that interview. I remember, and she was like, uh, I like Viva Glam. <laughs> like, good. Like, the job that I got, I asked them that, and the interviewer was, like, on the ball, gave me, like, five reasons why she loved working at the company. And I was like, that's... And that's a good sign to me that, like, 
this employee is actually excited to work for this company, so I might like working here. Yeah. So, like, if any, you don't have to have, like, a fucking list of, like, 20 million questions, but if you want to just ask one, it's, what do you like about working here? Yeah. That's number one. Well, I think that was some solid advice. I think we're uh, getting yeah. into Benchtown now. Yeah, definitely. Man, I'm just, like... I feel like I've talked a lot today. Yeah, we did. Whether it was like talking to the person that was touring the apartment for us or doing this and a lot of shit today. So like I've just been talking a lot. What are we doing tomorrow? We're going to breakfast and Yay. I'm gonna get a nice poached egg. You're hanging out with Bree and I'm I don't know. Doing car shit. Oh yeah, that's you what might. I'm doing. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you should just wait until like next week, but you know what? Maybe I will because you know I've been, just fucking I've, play Fallout I've, tomorrow. Yeah, I've done like a lot of things over the past couple of days, and I haven't had as much Fallout time these past couple of days. And you know, it only just came out on Tuesday, and I want to play. You got to get into it. I got to fucking play. Uh, yeah. So just refreshing the Bencho page. If you want to become a bench, uh, there's a website that's called Patreon.com. And if you go to Patreon.com/slash/CoffeeWithRachel, you can get all the deets on how to become a bencho. Wow. <laughs> that was good. See, I could be a radio person. I feel like you could be on. Yeah. Can I be NPR? You think, or am I? Not mellow enough for NPR. You get very jazzed. Like, I feel like my voice is just too grating. I can't even believe I have a podcast. It's like <laughs> Fran Drescher has a podcast. Like, I can't even <laughs> believe people listen to this. But <laughs> on, that note, <laughs> on that note, let's keep talking. <laughs> what the fuck is uh, the theme the, for the bitches? I was thinking, like, what job would they have in Flavortown? What job? What job would they have in Flavortown? Okay. Let's see if we could do this. I can fucking do this. You can do this? All right. Nicole Dowling, she puts the dows in the three-tier cake in the bakery. Of Flavortown. Of Flavortown. Perfect. It's just going to turn into Flavortown. And no, they're jobs. They're specific jobs. All right. Brynja, she makes the brine that soaks in the port butt (laughs) (laughs) in Flavortown. Uh, Caitlin Chalda. She sews the shawls that are draped over the, I don't know, like... Guy Fieri's mom. Okay, that. (laughs) Selena Rodriguez. um, She's selling the hot rods in the car dealership Flavortown. That's it. Carissa is selling the tour, which is a cruise... Through Flavortown. Oh, shit. And it's in, like, a fucking you know, those red bodies of those bodies of... Oh, wait, what? Oh, I meant, like, it's like they just drive around Flavortown, and they're like, so here we have Guy Fieri's Cheese House. You said cruise, and I thought boats. Oh, I guess yeah, that's also see? similar. <laughs> that one episode where we were like, there's three different bodies of water in Flavortown. It's like, fucked up. It, Flavortown's, like, definitely a... It's becoming actualized. <laughs> someone should draw a map. Honestly. What? Oh, that would be fucked up. Just saying. Sloan Fuller, the full uh, <laughs> waitstaff in the diner of Flavortown. Sure, perfect. Stephanie, the stenographer that's typing up all the uh, I don't know the no. menus and the restaurants of Flavortown. <laughs> Brittany Owen. 
the the debt collector in Flavortown <laughs> that's saying you are owing us a lot we of money. Say <laughs> owing. <laughs> Allison Shannon. Uh the chandelier that's in the ballroom of Flavortown. That's not a job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your job is to be the chandelier. You have to be a chandelier. Okay. <laughs> the chandelier cleaner, you bitch. Oh, God, okay. All right. So, tough job. It's not like you have to stand job. there with some light bulbs? <laughs> Angelica Feliz. Um, uh, you're the person that puts the gel in Guy Fieri's hair. Oh. For, like, his shows. That's, like, top job. That's a pretty important job. Kayla Bean <laughs> is the bean sorter for the chili in the restaurant of Flavortown. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a prestigious job. <laughs> Alright, Lena is the... You're in charge of the lean meats that are being smoked. You're in charge of the lean cuisines that, that, he's, signing. that he's signing and throwing out to crowds. I don't, oh, that's a good job. Caitlin Whalen, you're the uh, the whale watcher because there is like an ocean around Flavortown and there's one whale that's like painted with flames <laughs> and they wait for him to breach Every summer. Oh, my God. It's one of the holiest nights in Flavortown. Oh, man. Uh, Kelly Gillis. Um, You're the gills on that fucking whale. Oh, my God. That's not a job. (laughs) (laughs) The gill cleaner. You You are cleaning the gills of the fish in the pond of Flavortown. Pond? We're cooking koi for dinner. No. Hannah Neely. Um, you're the Neelys, honestly, who are shooting an episode of their show from Flavortown. Yeah, the residents of Flavortown. Yeah, I feel it. Uh, Jessica McCartan, you're the, uh... You're the milk carton deliverer. And everything that's on, like, the milk carton, it's always just Guy Fieri, it's like... Have you seen this man and it's just Guy Fieri? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lucy Ravenscroft, you're the, the person throwing a rave in the, the basement D- of Flavortown. Yeah, the DJ in the rave. Um, Sarah Fairbanks, that's great, you're the bank teller. Oh my god. At, uh, That's Money Bank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Also prestigious. Very good. <clears throat> Veronica Curran, you're uh, the uh, news journalist telling the current events at Flavortown. I was going to say the same kind of thing. Wow. Wow. Amazing. We're we're money. It's almost like we're dating or something. Ashley, you're spreading the ashes. Oh my god. You were Of the, the fallen f- chicken wings in Flavortown. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Ew. Uh, next is Cody Robinson. Um, you're the person painting Robin's Egg Blue paint in the foyer of Flavortown. Perfect. Tegan Anderson. Ooh, 
you're the person in charge of placing Andy's mints on Guy Fieri's tongue. Also <laughs> prestigious. <laughs> Agree. Lauren Siobhan, you're the... Um... The lawyer. Oh. That is uh, settling some debts in Flavortown. I'm working with Bernie Owen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we got full pinch. <laughs> Uh, Marie. Maria Spanos, you're the spaghetti spinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> the person making the spaghetti that Guy Fieri is about to slurp. Oh. <laughs> Katie Gallardo is the person in charge of checking everyone's gallbladder in Flavortown. Oh my god. I'm sure they're all good. Oh my god. And Kelly Wine. I mean, it's it writes itself. <laughs> That's all she. <laughs> You're in charge of Guy Fieri's coveted wine cellar. Oh, you dust off his bottles if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, Tina swirl his sniff. You know, <laughs> Tina Tompkins. Um, you're in charge of the teensy little. Fucking toy hot rods that Guy Fieri has. The Hot Wheels and the Matchbox cars. Yeah, he definitely has like a room for those. Oh. There's a lot of flames. Sarah Seaman. The... The seafood prepper. A seaman, if you will. If you will. Danielle Wilson. You... Wrote Guy Fieri's will, which says that every citizen of Flavortown receives one chicken wing when I go. Oh man, and also a lock of that gel there. Oh my god, yeah, just it, or like the secret formula of his gel. Oh my god, I feel like that's not that's his secret formula, not like a chicken wing sauce. It's for it, it's the, what his gel is like. It's not. It's probably a mixture of things. It is definitely uh, uh, Dana, Dana Daly. You're writing for the... Flavortown. The, da- the daily. The triple D daily. Oh my god. The quadruple D. The daily diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh my god. I can't deal with this. That's the... You're a journalist. That's the circular going around. Lenny Wells, you are in charge of the pop-up Wells Fargo that is there because Guy Fieri bought a franchise. That uh, old Fairbanks works at. <laughs> yeah. No, she works at That's Money. Oh, There's yes. a rivalry. Oh. It's, it's gentrification Ooh. in Flavortown. Oh, shit. They're bringing in big business or taking out the smaller businesses. Oh, fuck that. It's gotta... fucked up. Um, Write an article about that in the daily fucking <laughs> yes. triple D. Kylie Williamson, you are the person in charge of Guy Fieri's son. What? Whatever it may be, if it's the sun that follows him and gives him a nice rosy cheek, if or if it's his it actual, yeah, <laughs> we don't know what it is, but you're in charge. Uh, Betsy Moscaso, uh, you're the person that pours Guy Fieri's Moscato. From his Kelly wine cellar. Yep, that's it. Um, Megan Wilson. Are there two Megan Wilsons, or am I fucking crazy? Danielle Wilson. No, there's there's definitely two. 
Okay, I'm totally wrong, but like it feels like it <laughs> in essence. Okay. Uh, Megan Wilson. The original. <laughs> you are the mega phone holder at the, the rally. The horse races. <laughs> More like the donkey races. Oh shit. And flavor down. Kelly K. You are the uh, caterer at the uh, barbecue of Flavortown. Prestigious. Brittany Livingston, you're the uh, living proof that Flavortown is awesome. Okay. You're just the mascot of Flavor Town. <laughs> you are like one person in a chicken wing costume. And That's all. That's all she wrote. <laughs> Claire Wood, um, you're in charge of keeping the Flamewood Forest pristine and uninterrupted. Not actually on fire. Yeah, we don't yeah. It's it's essence. <laughs> they have red leaves or something. You know, I don't know what the official tree is of fucking flavor town right fucking now. Know. Kelly Adams, you're the. Uh, <sighs> you are the adult store in flavor <laughs> town. You run. You the, are the whole store. You you run the store. You run the adult. You sell store. those flaming hot. Triple D after dark. Triple D. If you, <laughs> oh it's God. probably called Triple D with like the smirk emoji. <laughs> Temple Murray, uh, you're obviously the place of prayer in Flavortown. You are the fucking um, the rabbi in that temple. Uh, Hannah Peterson, you're the handler of the animals in the zoo of Flavortown. There it is. Um, Jenna Gordon here. We know where this is going. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, you're the gourd handler <laughs> in the harvest of Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Andrade, you're the uh, listener. You're uh, the... <laughs> Android. What? Oh, you are the Android seller. Android phones. Oh, like that, like mascot of that little green dude that hangs out. Yeah, for whatever reason, Guy Fieri just happens to like Android. He has an phones. Android sponsorship. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Sasha, you're the uh, the coach of the softball team in the league of Flavortown. And the team is called, uh, hmm. Ooh. 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 This is going to require some, uh, I'll think about it. Give me your ideas. We need to marinate on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michaela Jernigan. You're the jury, juror, in the trial of Flavortown. And it's... One singular juror. Just one of those. <laughs> uh, Brandy Coates. You're the employee. Oh, wait, no, no. You're the person at the museum that takes the coats. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. The museum of Flavortown. Can you imagine? That's prestigious. Mofa. 
instead of MoMA, it's Museum of Flavortown Art. Oh, MoFA. <laughs> MoFA. Oh my god. <laughs> Please stop. <sighs> Marisa Bell. You uh, are in charge of ringing the bell for when everybody in Flavortown eats their pork butt at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> at the annual pork butt dinner. In pork butt we pray. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. You're the... Uh, person serenading us at the uh, jazz lounge in Flavortown called Flamin' Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like something else. I know. Alexi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ortiz. You're the... Oh, shit. You're part of the gentrification. You're selling the Lexus. There's a Lexus dealership p- popping up. Yeah, it's right next to the Wells Fargo, honestly. It's really fucked it's up. It's a really weird... There's probably a Cheesecake Factory there, too. Oh, my God. That'll make more sense in the next episode, guys. <laughs> uh, Brittany Cella. Ooh, you're the uh, cellist in the orchestra of Flavortown. That's a job. Yeah, I, I know that. I'm just letting you Planet know. Planet the flame and sex. Flame this. Bridget Dubin. You are the... the ooh, the person... Uh, that operates the bridge, the, like the drawbridge, so the boats can go by and over the river in Flavortown. Yes, the river that is tainted. <laughs> it's t- <laughs> it's not tainted. No, it's tinted. I meant, <laughs> and it's tinted red. Yes, or like orange, red, orange, and yellow. Honestly, like the flames. You don't know how it works, but it's red, orange, and yellow. It happens. Oh, five percent on this battery. Oh God, fuck. Let's do this. Grayson Clark. Ooh, you are the clerk at the the Ray Oro grocery store that hosts Guys Grocery Games. Yes, in Flavortown. Oh fuck yeah, Flynn Vance. You're the van driver in the school bus area of Flavortown. Wow, that was really good. <laughs> Don't I'm, be fake. I no, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Thank you, <laughs> Hillary Gay. You are the. LGBT house in Flavortown. Like, the safe space. That definitely exists in Flavortown. You know, there doesn't need to be a safe space because everybody's just accepting in Flavortown. But, like, they just have, like, a nice hubbub for general camaraderie. Yes, exactly. Gabby Chambers. You're the uh, person that... Chamber master. You uh, change... What? (laughs) You... You are in charge of gabbing to people because you're the host of many soirees in Flavortown. For whatever reason, Yo Gabba Gabba lives in fucking <laughs> Flavortown, and you're one of them. <laughs> you're Yo. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. That's a reach. Uh, Ishmael Mendez, you are the... See the you are the healer, the mender, if you will. The town healer. The town healer. The medicine man. Yeah. Of Flavor Town. Ooh, there you go. A lot of <clears throat> Anna Hernandez. You're the uh hearse driver. Oh my but the funeral <laughs> home in Flavor Town. Shit. It's dark, but uh, every dog does have its day, even in flavored heaven. <laughs> oh my god. Jennifer Holtz. You are You're the, the traffic cop in Flavortown, because you like to say Holt. You know, Holtz. 
It's Stop. a red light. Yeah. Every every light is red. <laughs> There's no one's driving. No They're just lights. eating chicken fingers. <laughs> okay, uh, corny white. Um, you are the uh, White House black market employee. <laughs> oh my god! No, and the gentrified neighborhood of. <laughs> you are the. Um, you're the court. Um. Jury? The court. We we talked about court earlier. Yeah, so you are the... Like, the judge in the yeah, court. Yeah, you're house. the judge in the court. Yeah, okay. Got there it. Go. Got it. Brilliant, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> you're the, uh... Missing key factor. You're the missing alto that the choir in Flavortown needed. Yeah. Shit. Fuck. Sophie Smith. Uh, you're definitely like the locksmith because a lot of people are changing their locks in Flavortown. There's just a lot happening. There's a lot of changes. Elizabeth Doles. You are the... <laughs> I don't want to do another brand. <laughs> you're the... <sighs> oh, Fuck. <laughs> You're the person having a bet in the casino. A flavor down. But you work there, so it's fucked up and you get fired. Um, oh, shit. Because I forgot it has to be a job. Uh, uh, Shelly Smith. <clears throat> you are... You're the person selling the shells on the beach of Flavortown. Yeah. How it's nice. Very nice. Rachel Leesk. The, the least you could do is get a job in Flavortown. No, no the least you could do is give your boss, you know, a re- letter of recommendation for me. In Flavortown. That made no sense. What? The least you could do is give your boss a letter of recommendation for what? For me to get a job there. Like, put in a good word oh, for me. Don't drag me on live I, television. Oh my god. <laughs> this live studio broadcast. <laughs> Coming to you. This is Wake Up San Francisco. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's fucking funny. Mackenzie Knight. You're the uh, the Jer- night cop in the mall of Flavortown. Okay, Paul Blart. And last but not least, it's Rachel Evans, who is the... Uh... Uh, you're the famous racquetball player in Flavortown. That was good. <clears throat> not as famous as Guy Fieri, though, because nobody can be more famous than Guy Fieri. That's true. Oh, man. All right. What well, a doozy. What's a doozy? I fucking hope that this helped you in any way, shape, or form with your job hunt, because I know it fucking sucks. Yep. Good luck to all of you in that job hunt life. We're... Thanks for having a cup of coffee with us. Yes, thank you. We're going to go, I don't know. I'm going to wash my face and sleep. Yeah, it's... <laughs> we're probably going to go to bed. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, guys. Bye.